Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Thursday, July 26th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. In a follow-up to a story we discussed yesterday, military prosecutors are now recommending a court-martial for United States Naval Academy midshipman who has been accused of distributing illegal drugs. Prosecutor Lieutenant Amanda Surface said Wednesday that midshipman Zachary Williams of Ohio acquired drugs on the dark web and sold them to fellow midshipmen. Williams did not comment during the Article 32 hearing at the Washington Navy Yard yesterday afternoon, and his attorney, Antoinette O'Neill, declined to give a closing statement at the hearing, which lasted less than an hour. Navy Captain John Han, the preliminary hearing officer, will make recommendations on whether the case should proceed to a court-martial, and some of the charges, as we said yesterday, relate to an arrest carried out last month by the Dover, Delaware Police Department, and Williams allegedly sold ecstasy to undercover officers during the Firefly Music Festival, but police later dropped the charges because he agreed to cooperate with another undercover operation at the music festival. As an aside to all of this, Vice Admiral Ted Carter, the superintendent of the Naval Academy, can accept or reject the decision coming from Washington. It's merely a recommendation, and ultimately the admiral will have the decision whether to court-martial midshipman Zachary Williams or not. If court-martialed on these charges, he does face up to 130 years in military prison. I'm not sure, but I think we can say goodbye to the National Sailing Hall of Fame in Annapolis. Last night, the Newport City Council voted in a 4-3 to vote to allow the National Sailing Hall of Fame and Museum to purchase the waterfront property in Newport known as the Armory. The next step in this process is for the National Sailing Hall of Fame's board, which consists of 25 members, to take a vote on whether they need to proceed to purchase the property. Eleven of those members are tied to the Chesapeake Bay, so I would anticipate that to be a very close vote. Gary Jobson, who is the president of the National Sailing Hall of Fame, said that there were pros and cons to moving. For Annapolis, he said, we've been there for a long time. That's about all he came up with. And he did say that the current location in Annapolis could not accommodate the kind of square footage that they can get in Newport, Rhode Island. Under the current proposal, they are looking to purchase two floors of the armory for $1.7 million, which is a song and dance compared to the $9 million they pledged to Maryland for the property they had on City Dock. Ahead of the Newport City vote last night, the Annapolis City Council voted on Monday night on a resolution expressing hope that the Hall of Fame remains here. I don't get these whole resolutions expressing hope. Why do we do that? I propose a resolution that we hope more people like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Let's slide a little bit to the north right now and talk about Baltimore City and the problems that they have. A veteran Baltimore City police officer was arrested on Tuesday night in Baltimore County after officers there arrested him in an alleged drug deal. 
Spencer Moore, who's a 14-year veteran, had already been suspended from the police force. He was arrested as a result of a weeks-long investigation started by an internal tip. Moore is charged with possession with intent to distribute a narcotic, possession of a controlled and dangerous substance, and obtaining a prescription by fraud, and he remains in jail held without bail. Now, he was suspended with pay until last night and now is suspended without pay. Interim Commissioner Gary Tuggle said that this type of activity simply is not going to be tolerated. We will not stand for this type of activity. We will not stand for the disgrace of the badge. As a police officer with the Baltimore City Police Department, Moore took home $80,119 in 2017. His father is also a Baltimore police colonel. When Baltimore County Police searched the vehicle being operated by Officer Moore, they discovered three pill bottles containing more than 100 oxycodone pills in his Lexus. That is about it for the top news stories today. Please be sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day for updated stories because we do update that all the time. It is Thursday, so you want to make sure that you hang out to hear Trevor and his Maker Minutes. And, of course, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up right after this message from Kegs and Corks. Don't miss the best event of the summer. Get your tickets now for the 7th Annual Cakes and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, Saturday, August 18th from 1 to 7 p.m. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music including headliner Kristen and the Noise. Sample over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, plus vendors like wine cream, wine slushies, and desserts made with craft beer. Buy your ticket today at cakesandcorksfest.com. For noon entry, cakesandcorksfest.com. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, July 26th. So the good news is today may turn out to be fairly dry. Still a chance for showers or storms, but overall fairly nice with highs creeping up into the mid to upper 80s. Even warmer tomorrow with highs probably upper 80s to low 90s, but it all comes with a chance of severe thunderstorms as a cold front approaches from the west and moves into hot, moist, unstable air. So there could be some PM issues as those storms develop. But then we at least get the weekend, and while rain chances will still be valid each day, temps will be in the 80s, and it won't be the faucet-like rainfall we've had for the last several days, even if it does rain. And that's a great thing because we are only two days out from the Annapolis Rising Benefit Concert this Saturday in Annapolis with Good Charlotte, Less Than Jake, and others. And the weather should be excellent for a summertime concert meant to honor those involved in the June 28th shootings at the Capitol Gazette offices on Bestgate Road in Annapolis. So buy your tickets today, make plans to get out and about Saturday for the show, even if it does rain a little bit, and let's get out there and honor our friends, neighbors, loved ones, first responders, and so on, who were so deeply impacted in late June right here in our own community. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere all the time at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather so you can always stay weather-informed. But remember... Whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. 
September 29th, the inaugural Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft beer, music, food, and arts festival. Presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. Dance the afternoon away to the sounds of Saved by Zero and the Groove Spot Band. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 29th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets at twistandstout.org. This is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Again, it's county fair season, and this week we have the Garrett County Fair way out in western Maryland, as well as Carroll County's Fair in Westminster. Both of them start Saturday and run all next week. Sign-ups are open for Art Farm Annapolis's fifth year of Fearless Girls Photo Camp for ages 13 to 16. It's a week-long camp building confidence and challenging young photographers with different shooting techniques in and around Annapolis. It runs August 6th through 10th, and registration is required. Tomorrow night at the Benjamin Banneker Museum in Ellicott City is Moths and Mars. Celebrate National Moth Month by learning about the nocturnal world of moths and how to attract them, as well as getting a close look at the red planet through a telescope as it comes close to Earth this month. Advanced registration is required for that as well. Also at the Benjamin Banneker Museum in Ellicott City on Saturday is Trace Your Roots, Intro to Genealogy, led by a master genealogist. Also Saturday, relatively new to Annapolis, is Architrex, Architecture Tour of Annapolis. Architrex is a walking tour presented in partnership with Historic Annapolis. It's developed and led by local architects and artists, highlighting 300 years of history and design in Annapolis. Saturday in Baltimore is the BitGen Gamer Fest 13, presented by MagFest. 13 years strong, BitGen Gamer Fest is a 10-hour, one-day music and games festival at the Auto Bar in Baltimore. Featuring 18 musical acts occupying both floors of the auto bar, they have various pinball, arcade, and console video games all on free play. Sunday at the Clay Bakers in Annapolis is the Harry Pottery Birthday Bash. Create your own clay wand and paint a piece from a selection of theme-related pieces. There will be cake, games, and photo ops. Get your reservation today. This weekend, both Saturday and Sunday at the Hampton Inn in Frederick, is StarQuest Sci-Fi Fantasy Convention. They'll have makeup artists, actors, cosplayers, and authors. Next Wednesday during the day at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Cordova on the Eastern Shore is St. Joseph's Jousting Tournament and Horse Show, which includes children's game booths. And also a little early, but coming up at the end of October and running through mid-November is the Maryland STEM Festival. If you have a STEM or STEAM-related group and want to host an event for the festival or just want to see what groups are already hosting events all over Maryland, go to MarylandSTEMFestival.org. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, today at 315 in Deal, they'll be showing off Cubetto coating at the Deal Farmer's Market. Cubetto is a screenless coding system for children ages 3 to 6, which teaches the fundamentals of programming without needing a computer. Saturday at the Severn Library is a terrarium workshop. Create your own terrarium in a jar and take a piece of nature home with you. Registration is required for that. Wednesday at the Eastport Annapolis Neck Library is Steam Wednesday, with various steam activities every Wednesday through August. Also mentioned in previous Maker Minutes, the Challenge Island and Challenge Island Junior is still going strong. This week, they'll be in Crofton and Glen Burnie. This week at the Greenbelt Maker Space, 
Tomorrow they have a programming workshop as well as their fermentation fans meeting. All next week is their Tech Topic Summer Camp. And Wednesday is their Teen Makers as well as their Fiber Fans meetups. At Annapolis Makerspace, we've officially made Monday's Woodworking Night. If you want to get into woodworking or just want to pick someone's brain about a project you're working on, drop by on Mondays and meet our local woodworkers. And as always, you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. I'll be posting links to these events on the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org sometime today. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.